Have you ever wondered about angels? What they do, their assignment in your life? How do they help people? Angels are still ascending and descending on the sons of God, and that's you and me. Today's episode is full of fun and personal aha moments that will kickstart your day and make you awe and wonder. I've been encountering angels since I was wee high to a grasshopper, teaching people for hmm, almost 20 years how to encounter the kingdom of heaven right here on the earth. You will walk away from listening to the show with a gift from heaven. God has a surprise for you. Let's get to the show and open it. Hello from the Pacific Northwest. This is Kristen from KristenWombach.com, and you're listening to Intentional Now Podcast. Answer me this. How does a Baptist farm girl from Oregon stumble upon the mystical nature of Christ, the love of God? If you're like me, Jesus has redefined what you used to say yes to. Join me and my guest on a mystical journey. But before we talk about the spiritual woo-woo, you need to know I am totally sold out to Jesus. It's amazing what the love of God reveals. Welcome to the show today, family. What an amazing week to love the Lord. You know, my bones are finally thawed out for just a brief moment yesterday as the temperatures here in Oregon soared to a whole 73 degrees. We are scheduled here for a couple of days of warm weather. Don, Dash, and I were sitting outside and thoroughly enjoying waving and chatting with the neighbors. Praise God for spring, amen? So how is the weather in your neck of the woods? And, and let's just imagine that question, family, as this podcast circles the earth, right? Think about it. India, I don't think you have a warmth issue. You would probably love some of our rain. And South Africa, way down at the tip, I checked, mm, it's about 72 degrees and a little cloudy. Now, if we head over to Germany, brr, 46 degrees, and let's send them some sunshine, okay? Well, just like my neighbors, I'm checking in. How are you today? How's today going for you? Morning, afternoon, or evening? God is good. Amen? <laughs> Today's takeaways, a gift from God. Ooh. What your angels want you to know, testimonies of faith and sightedness, spiritual and natural. Okay? Well, let's jump in to our angel episode, okay? So first and foremost, congratulations for listening to the show. That means you and I agree God has ministering spirits sent to the heirs of salvation. Wonderful. That's you and me. We don't have to have that big, huge conversation, right? Scripture highlights angels 499 times. 
That is not including cherubim, seraphim, living creatures, burning ones, archangels, fallen angels, heavenly hosts, spirits, powers, rulers, authorities, ministering spirits, and orders of angels, rank, file, the big dudes, regional, right? That's just angels, but they are all over scripture. We are also familiar with some of the names and terms of angels. Guardian angels, Michael, Gabriel, Lucifer. Yeah, I know. Watcher angels, Raphael, the four winds, the corner of the earth. The list is just unending. Yes, they have names, offices, and such. So every angel... I have been introduced to has a name, and many times that name signifies their authority and their assignment. And there are times I've had the privilege of naming the angel purely by the reflection they elude. They, I just encounter them, and that's who they are by what I perceived in the spirit about the angel, so I named them that. So from my experience roster, I have uh, had the privilege to witness about 10 different realms of angels. The court of angels has 10 different balconies, um, so to speak, and there is so much to experience there. I think it's easy to understand angels... Spirits, powers, rulers, authorities, and ministering spirits, hmm, they are just way cool light beings that God has created for his purposes, and our names are written right in there. So this is not a theological discussion. Um, wait a minute. I stand back corrected by Holy Spirit. Uh, what is theology? Okay. It's the study of the nature of God and religious belief. Well, we are studying the nature of God and what he believes about himself and what he believes about us. Ha, ha, ha. I stand and I'm corrected, Holy Spirit. You got me. (laughs) So mystery creates wonder and wonder is the basis of man's desire to understand. And do you know who said that? I know. The man on the moon himself, Neil Armstrong. Let me say that again. Mystery creates wonder, and wonder is the basis of man's desire to understand. That, that's why we're having this discussion today, because we want to understand. But I would also like to quote one of my favorite scriptures to launch us out into the unknown with wonder, awe, and joy today, okay? Are you ready? We're just going to shoot ourselves out into the cosmos, right? On the contrary, Romans 8, 38, 39, on the contrary, in the thick of these things, our triumph remains beyond dispute. His love has placed us above the reach of any onslaught. This is my conviction. No threat, whether it be death or life, be it celestial messengers, demon powers, or political principalities, nothing known to us at this time or even in the unknown future, No dimension of any calculation in time or space, nor any device yet to be invented. 
None of it has what it takes to separate us from the love of God unveiled in our Lord Jesus Christ. We are protected and confident in the love of God. But let's blow this out of the water, okay? Let's just go. Let's put it on steroids, right? I'm going to read it this way. I call it Kristen's Inflections. (laughs) We're having a good time, right? Standing in our triumph at the highest of possibilities in his love. This is our conviction in the love of God. His death has sealed our life, empowered our life to live and live beyond. We continue to witness celestial messengers, political principalities today, or we will know tomorrow or be introduced to in the future. We are a witness in every dimension in God's calculation in time or space, and we participate on the forefront of inventing devices yet unfathomed by man. We have what it takes to know the love of God unveiled in our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, that is what I call theology. Give him Jesus. Woohoo! I had fun writing that out. Just kind of like, let's put this in present day right here and now. I want to look at it. Okay. So, this is the question that I asked for this episode Are you ready? I love saying that. Are you ready? <laughs> I hope you love hearing it. Are you ready? So hang on to the steering wheel if you are driving. Maybe you're vacuuming the house or walking, you know, down the street. Hang on. Here we go. My question. Father, in the spirit of my imagination, I invite the angels of every listener into my office. I honor And I welcome them. I welcome the angels, your angels, of my listeners, the ones who are listening here today. What value, angel, could we bring to you this week? What value? I'm asking the angel, your angel, what value can we bring to you this week? So in simple terms, angels... What would you like to share with us, with me, with you, on a personal basis? And your angel is speaking about your life and the relationship that they have with you. I told you, get ready, get ready, get ready. So this is what I know. This is what I have currently experienced. And I also felt confirmed by my question. So I could feel the angels come into my room. And your angels who stand in the presence of God's glory, they love you. And it is their delight to wrap the glory of God around you. But there's another reflection to that. Those angels who stand in the presence of God's glory, um, that's you. They love to stand in your presence. Fathom that. 
fathom that. Think about it. They love to hang out with you. That is a type and shadow of them looking into the things of God. 1 Peter 1.12 It was revealed to them that this glorious grace message that they were communicating pointed to a specific day and person beyond their own horizon and generation. They saw you in their prophetic view. This heavenly announcement had you in mind all along. They proclaimed glad tidings to you in advance. In Holy Spirit, they commissioned from the heavens the prophetic messengers and angels themselves longed to gaze deeply into its complete fulfillment. That is Jesus Christ in you and I. There's more to know. There is so much more to know, so much more to experience. They are ever, angels are ever steadfast in their assignment towards you. (laughs) They absolutely do not leave without accomplishing the assignment. So there's angels that are on a shorter term. Uh, They come, they deliver, they give a message. But then you have your angels that are with you at all times. So on the average, I'm going to guesstimate, I have three that are with me at all times. And I've noticed with my husband and my sons, they have three as well. So I'm going to guesstimate that I know that everybody has more than two, right? Okay. So in my spirit... What was highlighted when I asked that question is solving problems. So your angel, they are a key force in steering us, you and I, through time. That is part of their assignment. So the angels gave me a quote. (laughs) It's the first time I've gotten an angel quote. (laughs) Literally, this is what they said to me. Decisions are footsteps, but angels orchestrate the cobblestones. I know, isn't that brilliant? (laughs) One more time. This is the angels. They gave me a quote from them. Decisions are footsteps, but angels orchestrate the cobblestones. So I'm going to try to unpack that just a little bit from the perspective that I could feel it and perceive it. If I were to create a picture in my imagination, it would look something like a round sphere created that had shapes and forms in it. It was like, hmm. If you had a round carpet in your room and imagine that that round carpet was cobblestones, but the carpet has different shapes and forms and and the way that the the thread colors it. So those are cobblestones, but it's around. So a decision, which has to do with your choice, it involves you in a choice. And therefore, because you've chosen, you take a footstep, which leads you in a direction. But your angels, they orchestrate cobblestones. So... 
from my picture of like a round carpet that had cobblestones in different shapes and forms, they'd move the cobblestones around on your destiny path. But let's look at the word here, orchestrate, okay? It's to arrange a score of music for a performance by an orchestra. But my favorite one here is to arrange a direct and diverse elements to achieve a desired effect. And that's where I sense that we are going. That's that orchestrating word there, to achieve a desired effect, right? We're talking about your angels. <laughs> so in the show notes, I've provided a really awesome animated video of orchestrating reality. I found it on Shabbat.org and it's just wonderful. And you look at it and you go, oh my gosh, this is so great. I left that for you in the show notes. So let me present another life application. Life applications help me to unpack spiritual things. A couple days ago, after much neglect over the winter months, I filled my hummingbird feeder that hangs just outside here of my office window. I know my mother said the same thing. Oh, those tender little ones. You haven't given them any sugar water. No, mom, I didn't. I starved them. I know. I can hear you tender hearted ones saying, oh, okay, let's get past that, right? So I have a side note here because I'm hanging the hummingbird feeder right outside my window. I have an informational, informational. That is a big word. I can say informational. You ready? My husband and Don and I, we create this pulley system to hang bird feeders. It's called Out on a Limb, and we sell them on Etsy. So there is this link inside the columns of the blog show, if you're interested, and that pulley system kit allows you, that's what allows me to hang my bird feeders at a perfect height to see while I'm looking out my office window. We have seven of them in our yard, and they help us position the bird feeders so that you can enjoy them. If you're going to pay to feed them, you might as well enjoy them, right? So I have this hummingbird feeder that's right out my window. And then on one of our um, sweet gum trees, I also have a regular sunflower feeder. And they're both perfectly positioned for me to see them. Enough of the infomercial, okay? They're really cool. A pulley system up and down. Yay. So the life application of the cobblestone would suggest this. Say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use the same word picture here. Say the angels are the hummingbirds. And they keep checking and checking to see if their, the nectar has returned. So hummingbirds think my feeder is some kind of flowering bush. Mm -hmm. So for months and months, there isn't any nectar, no sugar water, until I decide to make it and fill it. So the miracle is those little hummers, they never forget that there is a flower or a hummingbird feeder, they never forget that that has the possibility of blooming, so to speak. I got another life application. 
So your destiny path, much like that carpet, could be viewed as a jigsaw puzzle. And I'm not suggesting that it's broken or crooked. It's just the principle of putting together pieces that actually fit perfectly together. The puzzle of life. So in Jeremiah 29, 11, what's it say? We all know this one. Join me. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. So let's apply that thought to our angels trying to help us move through time. Now I've made a decision. I've taken a footstep onto the cobblestone that the angel has provided from my destiny scroll or my destiny path. So the destiny is already there. That is the framework. That is the scroll, so to speak, of the carpet or the jigsaw puzzle or the hummingbird feeder, whichever one speaks to you, right? But on that path, what happens? We meet people, opportunities, ideas, blessings, conclusions, helps, healings, information, information that leads us to an aha moment. We get delivered. Our restoration is part of the destiny path, right? Have you ever wondered the timing of running into somebody in the grocery store or you go to a movie and you haven't seen them forever? You might even travel to another town and you run into somebody who knows somebody else who grew up in the town you grew up, but that meeting is a divine um, interjection into our life. So we call it being at the right place at the right time. That, your angels have signed their name to it. That is what they orchestrate. Those unique times, those those non-coincidences, because we don't believe in coincidences. We believe that God is orchestrating our lives for our good. Amen? So can I tell you my piano story? <laughs> my piano story. And it, it shows a definite life application with an outcome of this exact thing. And I just want you to imagine as I'm telling you this story, what the angels were doing. They were like moving those cobblestones around so that my feet would be at the right place at the right time to get to the desire that God put in my heart. Hmm. So years ago, before we purchased this house, we leased a very large home that had 6,000 square feet. It was wonderful. It was just God's hand, right? We, we opened a ministry school. It had a 1,200 square foot meeting room with a Steinway grand piano. It had a full sound system. It was absolutely wonderful. We enjoyed living and ministering and having so much space. So we leased it for three years. And this Steinway grand piano was gorgeous. It was like it's a $40,000 piano, and I had it in my home to enjoy and play. 
Oh, it was wonderful. So the three years uh, speds by, and all of a sudden we're we're preparing to get ready. We're we're going to go buy a home, and I was just thinking to myself. I said, "Oh God, it's going to be difficult to leave that grand piano." <laughs> yeah, um, it, it was going to be difficult. I'm going to miss it. So this is over six to nine months before we leave. And, you know, there's just this question in my heart, this longing. And all of a sudden, I start having some dreams and visions and making notations in my journal. Oh, well, well, that's my piano. And I knew that God was telling me that he was going to give me a grand piano. Well, yippee. I knew that it was walnut covered, colored, and it was just wonderful. I just, I knew exactly. I, I knew exactly. Then I'd go there in the spirit and I could actually see where this piano was positioned. It was in somebody's house. And the piano was in front of this alcove of windows, and they had several ottomans. I could actually see the piano and see it in the person's house that my piano was in. <laughs> and this is over a period of time, you know, and oh my gosh, this is amazing. I, I, I love this. This, this. this is talking my language, God. So... um. We had a ministry school and, and, and church, and, and all of a sudden, a dear friend of mine, John, comes up to me. I had never been in his home. And he, he asked me, he goes, you know, my wife is selling her piano. Are you interested? <laughs> what was my first question? Yeah. Uh, is it a brown kind of walnut honey colored? And he looks at me, he goes, yeah. And then I said, well, does it sit in a room that, in, in, a, in like a living room that has an alcove and has more than one ottoman? And he just looks at me and his mouth opens up and he goes, well, well yes, it does. <laughs> you just can't make this stuff up, right? So, yes, it ended up, I went over, saw my piano, and that is exactly what God had showed me about my piano, where it was. And so they offered it to us for a price and the wonderful thing is my sons, they bought it for me. Yay! <laughs> Yippee! So it sits in my home here today. So with that story, can you imagine <laughs> the angels over a period of time moving those cobblestones to get my feet, my decisions, and my footsteps moving towards it so that it comes to pass? I think that's a great example. Yeah. And that is how, that's what I felt today when I invited your angels here to come tell me. And they go, yes. Okay. So, isn't that wonderful? So, I'm going to reiterate the question again. Angels of my listeners, what value could we bring to you this week, today? And in simple terms, the angels, what would you like to share with us, with me, with you and I, on a personal basis? It's not just for all of us, which that's yes, but 
for you. I'm always trying to, Holy Spirit and I are always trying to make it really personal. Because I'm not sitting in the car with you there. You're just hearing my voice. And you may be all the way on the other side of the world. That just doesn't matter. Holy Spirit is right there. Your angels are right there. The Lord is right there. And we're having a conversation on their behalf. He's just using my voice, right? So when I ask your angel, what would you like to share with you (laughs) on a personal basis? The answer that I heard to a problem is nearsighted. I went, oh, okay, nearsighted. We are nearsighted. So I looked at that. That's a corporate answer. We're nearsighted. So that is the reason behind my episode graphic. If you look at it, it's really a cool graphic. I love making the graphics. Um, And the graphic is you have angel wings and there's a set of glasses there. So our angels could help us so much more if we develop the ability to see what they see about our lives. We want truth that sets us free, right? Let me say that again. Our angels could help us so much more if we could develop the ability to see what they see about our lives. Let me unpack nearsightedness. It's the inability to see things clearly unless they are relatively close to the eyes. So remember the angels that they gave me a quote, and this is what they said. Decisions are footsteps, but angels orchestrate the cobblestones. And I'm going to ask you to humor me here, please. What is the opposite of nearsightedness? The ability to see farther. So my suggestion is that our angels also have the ability to help us see farther ahead So our decisions and footsteps can veer us faster to the desired destination. In jest, let's put on the angel glasses, right? Okay. So now in my history of walking with God, we've done this a few times, right? I've come to this conclusion, especially in the area of angels. If it's suggested, then there is a resource also that is given, right? There's a resource. Um, So this resource has many ways to be given. So our angels have brought to us a gift, right? Because we asked a question. I asked them a question. They brought an answer. And so with the answer is a response and a gift. So on one hand, it can be a pair of spiritual glasses. And those glasses will help us to see farther down the path of our destiny. And the cool thing is the angels are going to help us learn to use them. The gift could also be the angel itself is the embodiment of a being with special sightedness. So that angel with you is a sighted being, so to speak. So I heard the name. I went, yep, that's it. I heard the name and the name is Mandy. 
And Mandy, haha, <laughs> this happens all the time, is an abbreviation of Amanda, meaning worthy to be loved. And in Hebrew, the name Amanda means a gift from God. <laughs> in that interesting, I love that. So it means she must be loved. Right? So you can see that angel, Mandy, that carries this sightedness, this ability to see, <laughs> is for our good, for us to feel that love, the worth of being loved. And I'm also going to throw on this, let's not forget the literal. God is sometimes so literal, and he uses word pictures and, and ideas as a pun to the literal. And what would be the literal? If you need healing in the area of your eyes, lay your hands on them and allow the angel to touch you. Healing angels. <laughs> Ooh, I could feel that one. Ooh, let's just take a moment here. <sighs> Ooh. That's good. Good, good, good. Just lay your hands on your eyes and allow them to touch you and just soak up his goodness and his wonder. Huh? Ooh, ooh, yay. So I am touched. Don't touch. This is profound. Yay, God. <laughs> I love how this happens. And the angel's name, which provides its assignment, Mandy. Ha. Huh. You just stay there in that place. I know. <laughs> Would you please pray with me? Father God, I receive this spiritual gift that corrects nearsightedness. I receive an angel by the name of Mandy, a gift from God decreeing worthiness of being loved. And Father, we take into our spirit the worth of love and allow it to change us. We allow it to help us discern and make decisions. We allow Mandy to show us the path we are to take and where we're to step next. And we step in confidence, confidence of your love for us confidence that we are closer and if not this very moment of the resources we need just like the hummingbirds coming to the feeder to find the flower has bloomed and left nectar for us to drink we praise you God <laughs> we praise you we praise you we praise you we praise you I love God's faithfulness. I am always amazed. And the words and the story that he provides when I open my mouth. <laughs> have you been blessed? I know I have. Welcome, Mandy. Teach us how to see farther. Teach us how to receive his worth and his love for us. And just a reminder, head to the show notes for your links below for everything that I've mentioned in this episode. You 
also would make my day by dropping me a comment or ask a question. Now, since the weather is being so cooperative, I'll give you a hint for next week. Weather and elements. Oh my goodness, are we in for it? We're going to talk about how it works, how they work, how to change them, how to restore the weather patterns. Oh, it'll be so good. I can't wait to share that show with you. So I'm going right now. I'm going to go sit outside because, again, it's wonderful, above 70 weather out here. And I'm going to go out there and give him praise for what he has done for us today. Amen? So I will see you next week. Bye now.